Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach. I'm here with my good friend and co-host Clint. And we also have a guest on today. She's been on before. Her name's Sarah. She's a good friend of ours. Um, she she comes she goes to the same church as us, and I'm gonna let uh, Clint introduce the topic. Well, that you you downplayed what she does a lot. I mean, she keeps this place running. Absolutely. So we record at our church, and Sarah's the administrative assistant here, and she is awesome. Yeah, this place would not exist without her. Hundred percent. Not so. true, but okay. <laughs> She's humble too. <laughs> All right, intro to the topic. Uh, so we're talking about uh, simple things today that that bring us joy. Oh, that's not what you said. You yeah. said profound. Well, say no, what you that's said. That's the title: profound joy in simple things. Yeah. So these are Sounds these good. are these are simple things, mundane things, normal things in our lives. Whether that be hobbies, activities, relationships, objects that bring us joy, even if it's not like extravagant joy, like we get like super excited, but. They like sustain us. Yeah, the in ones some way. the ones I have, I would describe it more as being serene. Like they make me. Yeah, serene. they calm you. Yeah. If you're an if you're an anxious person, yes. these things bring you yes. rest. <laughs> if uh, if you're a a active person, these things give you rest. Or if you're a restful person, these things get you get your juices flowing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> or if you're just a middle of the road person, these things will it can do either one. So that that's kind of what I have in mind here, and the reason that's I what we should call this episode: <laughs> get, get your, your juices, juices flowing. <laughs> hey, we already what, what was that one we talked about? It was like it was like getting physical. What was that episode yeah, let's even get about? Physical. It was about the uh, purity culture. Oh yeah, yeah. that was a great one. That if you guys are listening, one. you guys should go check. It. It's that's hilarious. about what this is not about. <laughs> anyway, um, I was so, not here for that one. Yes, no, you weren't. Um, but anyway, the reason I thought about this, this t- as a topic is because we were just thinking about this is the summer. A lot of people are on vacation. We want to bring people onto the podcast other than us to kind of give them a break from just you and I, because Angela hadn't been here. And we're almost so, two and a half minutes in of just us talking. I'm just care. saying you, you wanted to give them a break and we're not giving them. I'm that. introducing. If you stop interrupting me, <laughs> we would get there um, anyways. And so the, when I thought of Sarah being on because she's she's an awesome person she's super nice and i enjoy her company and so i and, and we always we see her when we come record right and so we're always like we hey we need to get you up what are we going to talk about and it's always we never really decide on anything and so i thought okay sarah's the guest what are we going to talk about and so that's when this topic came to my mind because sarah is i think um the ex, the exemplary uh, ex, 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 she is the most exemplary person of this that I can think of because she has a lot of things that I see that she gets joy from, which I, which I admire. So anyway, with that said, let's talk about the simple things that bring us profound joy. Mm. And I think it's really um, something that in our lives we, um, we have to find, and you know, we can get so bogged down with all these, all kinds of heavy, big things and I've never had trouble finding joy in, you know, as a kid, I was like a sticker collector. <laughs> and like, you know, I liked stationery and, you know, cute stuffed animals. And it, I found so much joy in those things. And it's lasted through my life that, yeah, you know, just I always admire somebody who can laugh easily, that you can just laugh at little stuff mm. and just get joy from yeah. little things in life. It's interesting you say that, that we need it. And I agree. But as I was coming up with my list... <laughs> which is very short today. Um, and right before you hit record, 
I noticed that I don't spend a lot of time doing the things that that mm. create this serene feeling for me. Um, and that might be something we can explore too. Is like how often are you guys actually going to these things? Being intentional about being it. Being intentional, yeah. Because um, that's something that I kind of walk away even before we're having this discussion is I should really make more time to do this, do this stuff. Because for me, who I am an anxious person now, I, I've not always been that way, but I feel like the last couple of years I've I've become more anxious. <laughs> I want to go back and listen to our episode on anxiety now and see if you say, I'm not really an anxious person. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know I did. If it's shorter than a couple of years. Yeah. Anxiety I, I know I never hit me until my 30s. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is. About, Interesting. About 32-ish mm. was the first time. And I called a friend and was like, is this what anxiety feels like? Because mm. that's what I think is happening. Wow. That's crazy. So you, you've never really struggled with it either. No. And it's been a more, yeah, I, I resonate with that. New for me. So, um, so what are some of the things that you listed? So Clint asked me to do this and um, <laughs> I could name a lot of things. Right. So instead I just made three categories and then put all my little things. Uh, oh, under there the you three go. Categories. Yeah. That's um, awesome. So the first thing that I wrote down was nature and animals. Um, in general, I'm an animal person. I, you know, I have a dog who I love. I walk him all the time. We like to get out and look at the flowers and the trees. And I love the squirrels and the birds and just any animal that you put in front of me, you know, I'm going to go, Oh, how cute. Or look how cool. Or do you know this animal could do this cool thing? And, um, nice weather is a big component of this. Mm. I cannot, you know, but, um, (coughs) I, I was with you till you said nice weather. I I, I I agree with everything you said. I actually like bad weather. Well, I love yeah. a storm. Yeah, I love yeah, a yeah. storm. I just mean not hot. Mm, really, that's what yeah. I yeah. <laughs> well, not, you live in the wrong place. Not yeah. 125 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I resonate so much with the nature part, mm. which is like the biggest one that I have today. Um, there's a place that I can go to in my head um, that's right across the street from where I work. It's the botanical gardens. It's the, the libraries over there. It's uh, really just beautiful. And there's a walkway, and there's trees on either side. And as I'm walking down, it, just looking at those trees overarching the uh, the walkway, and there's like there's another section where it does the same thing, but it's crepe myrtles. These are oak mm-hmm. trees. Um, and man, there's just there's just so much serenity mm-hmm. there. Um, where every, uh, all the things that are in my mind clear up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I can't really explain it, but I get this experience, this, this very, um, palpable sense of peace when I'm there. Something about the wind and the leaves and the, yeah. the birds um, chirping and the, the clouds and the sky. Yeah. Just... It, it surprises me, not surprises me, because we're all different people, but I, I, you know, this is a big one for me too, and it was tops of my list, was, was nature, uh, physical beauty of, of nature. But for me, like, I, know, I knew you were going to list that example because you talk about that place a lot, yep. and I've been there, and it's not that it's not beautiful to me, <laughs> but it's man-made. You know, and since yeah. like somebody has organized that, and it is beautiful in the sense that we've brought nature to an otherwise uh, developed place because mm-hmm. we you work in town it's a residential area but it's very much in the heart of the city yeah and so this natural beauty has been brought in to give people something that they don't have necessarily in that area to enjoy yep um but it just feels like artificial to me and not that it's not beautiful but it just it's i wanted to see these things where they're supposed to be yeah you know what's interesting about that that's part of the the what brings me so much peace 
there's this aspect of like conceptually where I can I can envision heaven and earth meeting. Yeah. That these two things ah. that shouldn't really go together, but gotcha. they do. And then also the fact that it took a lot of work to mm. make it look like this, the gardening aspect. And a lot of times I'm out there and I'm thinking, man, how much work spiritual things take, how much work God has put into me. And he does it because he loves me. Like all these things I are in the background. And I can appreciate that for sure. Yeah. But it just at face value, I'm like, meh. <laughs> yeah. So what is it about those, those, the places and things, the animals, the nature, like what is, how does that, how does that minister to you? How does it, what's, what effect does it have on you? You, you find joy, but what, what is it, a, like, why does it bring joy? You know, I grew up as, in church, and I think the older that I get, the more I feel that, like, sense of being small. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just that God made all of this for for us, in a way, right. for himself. Who, who are we that he would be mindful of us? Enjoy, yeah. And, you know, how just creative he is and i don't know they just i i i used to think it was old ladies who enjoyed flowers <laughs> you know but i love to see yeah i don't know just the sudden the variety you know yeah. like that there are millions of species of things that we have not even discovered and given a name to yet yeah. is incredible to me yep you know, I, we live in our own little postage size stamp postage stamp size space in the world mm-hmm. and like there's so much out there and so even just to see my grass and my trees yeah you know other people in the world don't have those same that's ones. that's 100 where i'm at like that's what that's the emotion and the feeling that comes th- and why that brings me joy uh and one thing i we had mentioned in the text was like when this uh james webb telescope thing got published on uh with all these images of deep space like looking literally looking back into the past so many light years um like that blew me away because we're so small and we should be insignificant right we shouldn't be important but we are i cannot even comprehend the yeah i mean it's so amazing to see yeah. those images that those images did the same for me but i didn't experience it in the same way as i do when i'm in it mm-hmm. well yeah sure. yeah yeah exactly. right so I, like you the, are literally in the milky way but right right <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, Ooh, I should have wrote candy. Anyway, like Milky Way. That gives you. That's. <laughs> well, I, well, no. I mean, my second one is 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 somewhat that. So, yeah. Anyway, so that, what about what's what's something else? So she gave hers. What's one of yours? Uh, the other one I was going to share that um, Sarah and I actually Sarah is actually one person that got me interested in these are, are fountain pens. Okay. It is it is a simple thing. Well, I mean, the reg- it's pretty complex. The, 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 the thing itself is complex. <laughs> yeah. It's a simple concept, a pin. My part of it yeah. is very simple. I find them. And I, for me, it's not even like, I know, I think we kind of differ on this, Sarah, is for me, it's not how it writes. It's more how it looks, like the aesthetic of it that um, r- really gives me the, the joy. Do you want to explain a little bit about what a fountain pen is just oh. to be safe? <laughs> Sure. So like the, most everyone probably uses a ballpoint. Um, and that's the, the Bic pen. Like you, you take it off and it's got a, um, a ballpoint, a ballpoint. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Found regular pen, ink pen. A fountain pen is going to be more old school. Um, I don't know how they, ha- in an old movie. they have a nib like a quill. It's all, you, you know, like the quills and stuff. It, yeah. And it flows down through like a metal nib Yeah, and it, it's, 
is a little bit fancier feeling. Mm-hmm. It like lay, lays the ink down on the paper rather than like, you know, right. yeah. into the into the paper. That's know? right. Yep. Makes for a very different So what is it about experience. fountain pens that bring you joy? So for my job, I actually do a lot of writing on interpretations and stuff. And um, one of the things that got me into it is a coworker one day told me I had really messy handwriting. Mm. And uh, there was one day where I spent relearning how to write cursive. Like I had, I had two screens and one of the screens was just devoted to like what cursive letters looked like. And as I was writing my interpretations, I was, I was re, I was reteaching myself cursive. Um, and then part of that came was like, if I'm going to spend all this time writing, I, I want it, I want it to be more meaningful. I want it to, I want it to, um, I want to feel something as I'm doing it. like this big pen ain't doing it for me. Um, <laughs> See, I'm, like, I'm a words guy. The words you're writing matter more than what you're writing them with. Oh, uh, see, the, sure. the the pen almost like the <laughs> pen your almost pen gives meaning to the, what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, that's it for me. Yeah. It, it's like I'm going to pick this very awesome, beautiful, aesthetically and pleasing see, thing. I could write in a really cool notebook and feel that way. No, but I don't care what I write it's in that the, notebook with. It's the utensil for me. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah same. Fountain pens is one of my, uh, my, my second category, um, <laughs> was just hobbies overall, but fountain pens is one that I'm, I'm pretty deep into and Zach and I are different in that I'm more of a collector. I like to try all the different things and all the different colors and all the different shapes and sizes. And he's like, I have this, these three that are <laughs> wonderful and I don't need the others. And yeah. So I admire him a little bit. In that yeah. I want to try everything. And so that's why I kind of have a lot of hobbies too, Yeah, is because I like to dip my toe in everything and try a little bit of a lot of things. Um, my biggest hobbies I, I kind of came up with were crocheting. I like yeah. to take string and make fabric. Yeah. And I just think that's really cool and fun to mm-hmm. like um, be able to make something you can wear or like use in a way, you know, yeah. keep someone warm. Um, Atlanta Braves baseball mm. <laughs> um, is a, you know, a hobby, I would call it, mm. you know. Yeah, recreation. Comes, comes around yearly and, you know. Something to look forward to. Well, let me, let me ask y'all this. How, how often are y'all spending time doing these things that you you had listed? Like, how often do you guys get to do them? Multiple of them pretty much every day. Really? Yes. Yeah, because I had, well, I mean, my second was food and drink, so every day. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't drink every day. No, no, like drink, like, like whether that be a cocktail mm-hmm. or, you know, sweet tea. Like, I, oh, okay. there's this, there's something about cane sweet tea that i just like <laughs> and the sweeter the better you should be able to slice it with a knife oh man i'm an unsweet tea you know? guy and like we, i joked about this with somebody about how like when i go to the to the restaurant or whatever and i ask for sweet tea and they're like oh we have to make more i'm like no no no, no. give me what's in the bottom of that <laughs> of, of that thing that's what i want like look just put just give me the dregs and then just put some water on top of it that's what i want no matter you that's been in the cooler for two days great <laughs> Give me that. That's been marinating. So, like, yeah, and so that 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 uh, <laughs> and I don't really know why. I, but I do know why. I do know, and this is I don't I don't mean to get like super deep with it, but like growing up, my mom always had sweet tea in the fridge, mm. and I don't have my mom anymore, mm. and so sweet tea reminds me of her and reminds yeah. me of my childhood, which was a pleasant experience for me, and so I uh, that's why I like sweet tea. And look. You know, my wife has tried to make sweet tea, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> and look, my, my wife does a lot of things really well, but sweet tea ain't one of them. And so, 
But what's awesome? Bruh, it's sugar, it's water, and it's no, a tea man. bag. Yeah, but it's got a. So my mom would I'm put from it. Georgia, I can give you a lesson. My mom, <laughs> give my wife a lesson. I don't want to make it. I, I'm content with like Milo's or something. You know, the the one out of the out of the which it sounds really bad because homemade is be, usually better than store bought. I get that. But anyway, like um, I've my mom would make it the night before and it would steep overnight and then mm. she would she would put it in the jug the next day and put it in the fridge. And so you had to wait until it was cold. And cause if you poured it over ice, it just watered down. It wasn't as good. So anyway, yeah, I, I definitely get the, um, you know, what's interesting about what you just said is I, I never really put this together. You're the one, you're one of the ones that you and Oren are one of, I'm talking to Sarah are one of the people that got me into fountain pens, but really my grandpa had tons of fountain pens and I love my grandpa and I don't have him anymore either. Yeah. Um, it's a way of holding on to something, yeah. you know, which we, you know, is a good way to bring this into like connected to old past episodes where we, we read a quote about stories and stories, um, tell us what to hold on to is yeah. a quote we read. And, and so I think that's a lot of what these simple things that bring us profound joys mm-hmm. is there little tangible objects or activities or people yeah. that help us hold on to something that means a lot to us. Well, it's also nostalgia, mm-hmm. which is um, I love nostalgia. I love that concept. Um, Lewis actually talks about it in a, uh, C.S. Lewis talks about it in a sermon way to glory in a, in a section where he's, he's talking about how when we're hungry, there's food that can meet that need. When we're thirsty, there's water that can meet that need. When we get this feeling of nostalgia, yes, we have these things that bring us joy, but in some sense, there's always a little piece it's not quite right for me. Yeah. And that's the, that's the feeling of nostalgia. He talks about that. That's our longing for a home. That's our mm-hmm. proof that there is a home yet to come. Yeah. That there is all of that will be yet like realized. Yep. It'll exactly. all come together. Right. What is it about? Like you said, you like to dip your toes, Sarah, in a bunch of different things. What is it about? Like the quantity of, of hobbies <laughs> that well, I just see people doing cool stuff and I'm like, I got to try that you know? oh. because I guess I may be looking at looking for something always <laughs> to become proficient at, you know, yeah, I got there you. Are a couple of these things like crochet. I'm, I'm, I will say I'm really good at it. You know, yeah. I mean, there's, and like, I'm kind of a crafty person. There's things that I can do really well. Are you making anything that can be sold right now? I am. I'm making. Okay. We'll, we'll link that. Some things. For, um, yeah, for last year to... you did the pumpkins. I'm pumpkins. Yeah. I've those were a, awesome. Yeah. I've made a large quantity of pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. Of crocheted pumpkins. Um, yeah. That's awesome. But something I was thinking about when you mentioned this was that, um, as much as I like to dip my toes in a bunch of different things, I think that there is something to be said for becoming proficient at mm. something that brings you joy. You know, becoming really good at it opens you up for it to bring you more joy. Right. I think. Yeah, because you, you could want to do something, and if some you're of the bad at it, yeah, right. You get past some of the frustration. You get to join a club, mm. you know, or a community online. Oh, or, <laughs> sorry. Or, <laughs> chess. Chess is another big one for oh, me. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for interrupting, Zach. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, you talk, yeah. You become that, proficient at it. Yeah. And I think it opens you up for relationship with other people who mm-hmm. are interested in the same thing. Absolutely. Everything. Yes. You know, just chess checks I all those boxes something for me. to be me. said for picking something and sticking with it mm. until it brings you <laughs> more and more joy. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and see that I resonate with that. But where I go is I would much rather observe someone who's really proficient at it than 
put in the work to be proficient at like, it myself. Like well, it, we all have different experiences because when I see somebody really proficient, at it, I'm like, the last thing I want to do is that because yeah. I'll never, I'll never be You'll able never to do be, that. Yeah, exactly. well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, for me, it's for me, it's much more of like a time thing, like a like a value. Like I look, I look at it as how much time do I have to? Would I have to give up to be that proficient? Mm. And for some people, that may say that that's a transaction that they're worth that's worth giving and uh, but for me it's kind of like nah i don't i'm not it's not worth it for me to give up that time but what is worth my time is watching someone do it at that level yeah because i can admire that so that's why with sports yeah I'll, i i want to watch people who are really good at sports i some people can watch like two teams play that aren't very, but i'm not going to watch two bottom dwelling teams play because <laughs> that's why i don't go watch my my nephew's <laughs> My nephew played. I Oof. went one time. Oof. I, and look, he, I, my sister-in-law doesn't listen to this, but I might share it with her. <laughs> I went one time to watch my nephew play t-ball. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, they're terrible. Yeah, you but got they're it. four. But yeah. they're having fun. But they're learning. They're, they're investing the time that Sarah's yeah. talking about to be proficient at something. Mm. And look, when he gets to high school, I'll go watch him play because it'll be better, right? Yeah. Hopefully, you know. Well, so, let me just encourage you to go back because it would probably means a lot to him to. See oh, absolutely, and that part is why it, it, it's easy for me to make the decision to go. He is worth investing my time in. Mm-hmm. It's just te- you let's do something watch else. Make sure you teams of kids you don't right. Have. Make sure exactly. you make sure you share the. Yeah. He is worth investing my well, time. She'll, maybe she'll hear it, but yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Any final thoughts? We kind of need to wrap up here. Yeah, we've we've been going along, but I, I, I like this, and I think what what we talked about is is the benefit to someone listening to this, we always talk about it out of our own experiences, but I think what we wanted for somebody to realize is you have something Mm -hmm. like this in your life that whether you recognize it or not brings you profound joy. That is simple. So spend time, do those things more often than you do. Um, Play chess more, go to the botanical gardens more, get another hobby. (laughs) And something I thought about was that, um, you know, I, there have been times when I've been sort of embarrassed about things mm. that I enjoy, you know, um, that it was childish or it was, you know, old ladyish or something, <laughs> but and doesn't fit in with maybe what some of my friends are doing. But I really believe that God puts like a a um, into our hearts a love for a certain aspects of His creation and of um, His characteristics and of other people. Like we have our own heart joys mm. that are ours. And, you know, that's something that we connect with that we can bring to the world. If we all only liked one thing, mm. how boring would the world be? Yeah, if everybody but had their own thing, if because, it were, there was no shared. Right, but because we're all nerdy in our own ways, mm. you know, look at the world that God has let us create, like technology and beauty and art and mm. All of the things are because people like different stuff. Yeah. And different little things bring them joy. Um, so it's something to celebrate, I think. And it's made me over time go, you know what? If I wasn't crocheting, like, people wouldn't have blankets. Like, if people, if nobody, <laughs> yeah. li- if this was too nerdy and nobody did it. Yeah. You know, so. That's a great place. That's a great place to end, I feel. And until next time, may the Lord make his channel for his peace.